This is an LTD Entertainment presentation. Welcome to Brian C. Pusey's Safe Haven Podcast, where our aim is to encourage, enhance, and advance you to the next level on your Christian journey. We're prayerful that you'll stick around and listen to the message that God has for you, delivered by yours truly, Reverend Brian C. Pusey. The door is open. Let's go in together. Welcome to Safe Haven Podcast. I'm your host, Reverend Brian C. Pusey. I'm praying that you're doing well on this evening, this day, this afternoon, this morning, whenever you have decided to tune in. If you've tuned in on the premiere time, I am grateful for you. If you tuned in at night, if you tuned in while you're at work on your lunch break, or even before you start work, or if you're in your car listening, so grateful to have you here at Safe Haven um, can't do this without you, not here without you. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be me. Amen. I um, want to just send one more shout out to everybody who listens to me on Stitcher. want to let you guys know that Stitcher is no longer going to be offering Safe Haven podcasts at the end, as of, in, as, as of the end of this month uh, of August. So therefore, if you are listening to me on Stitcher, I want to encourage you to, if you don't listen to me on any other app, if you choose not to go to another app, I encourage you to go to the webpage at www.safehavenpodcast.org where you can continue to listen to Safe Haven in its entirety at any time that you please. So please. Um, one is in the complete blessing, um, prayers, extended prayers to everyone who is going through a struggle. doesn't matter if it's a bereavement, uh, could be financial could be emotional, could be even mental health issues. want to let you know that as long as you take it to God in prayer, he will always be there with you to guide you through what you need to go through. For those who are interested in donating to Safe Haven Podcast to keep this ministry flowing, you can go to Cash App and go to dollar sign Brian Pugsley. One word, dollar sign Brian Pugsley, um, my name. <laughs> and you can donate to whatever... You uh, the Lord has put on your heart to donate. It could be as little as one dollar, could be as much as a thousand. That depends on you. I will not ask you uh for an exact dollar amount ever. So whatever you feel that, that the Lord has placed on your heart to do, please do so. We'll definitely be grateful for you. Um for those who are churches out there that um continue to support uh Safe Haven in their own way, be it uh, bring me in to speak or just support me in any other way. We also have uh, T-shirts and caps uh, that are soon to be available. Soon to be available. It were, I thought it would be available, but we have not been able to generate mass production of it. So, therefore, well, if you're interested in that, you can always leave a comment in the comment section below. For those who are just completely interested in being a part of this ministry in one way or the other, from sharing it, sharing it is the most, most uh, 
effective way of being a part of this ministry. That is the greatest thing you can do for Safe Haven. Be a part of the outreach ministry by sharing this podcast or sharing the webpage with your friends, family, and loved ones. Um, today's message, we're going to get right into the message because we got a lot going on today. Uh, well, this evening from uh, for you guys, today for me. So therefore, we're going to just get right into it. Uh, we're going to be coming from the letter of Philippians, chapter 3, verses 12 through 14. Once again, that's Philippians, chapter 3, verses 12 through 14. I'm going to be reading to you from the New Revised Standard Version. It reads as follows. Not that I have already obtained this or have already reached the goal, but I press on to make it my own, because Christ Jesus had made me his own. Beloved, I do not consider that I have made it on my own. I have made it my own. But this one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the heavenly call of God in Christ Jesus. Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. For the next few moments that we have together, I ask that you pray with me on the topic, pressing on, pressing on. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to just ask that you just be with me right now. Just use me, O Heavenly Father. Empty me out of of Brian and fill me up with your Holy Ghost. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be found acceptable and acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my most blessed Redeemer. Continue to bless every ministry out there, O Heavenly Father. Bless every pastor, O Heavenly Father be it at a church ministry or a podcast ministry, Heavenly Father. Continue to use them and guide them the way that you see fit. Continue to shepherd them so they can continue to guide their respective sheep, O Heavenly Father. Right now, guide me, O Heavenly Father, that I can guide the respective sheep that come and listen to me, O Heavenly Father, be it four people or 40 people, O Heavenly Father. I'm just grateful for anyone who's decided to take the time to listen to, to a little old guy named Brian, O Heavenly Father, because they want to hear the word from you, O Heavenly Father. And right now, just use them. Be with them as well, O Heavenly Father. But right now, use me. Guide me in the way that you see fit, O Heavenly Father. For this word is a strong word, O Heavenly Father. It's not on the printed page, O Heavenly Father. So put it all in my heart, O Heavenly Father. So please be with me right now in your son, Jesus' name. Amen. Pressing on. This is a very, 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 very um, interesting scripture right here. This word here, Paul was writing a lot right now. I know that it's very interesting. In verse 12 alone, you could just break that down into into many levels right now. But I'm going to just read that verse one more time, and I'm going to I'm going to showcase something to you that's very interesting because. Each point today is going to be taken from each verse. Amen. So we're going to break this thing down. Because verse 12 says this. Not that I have already obtained this or have already reached the goal. But I press on to make it my own. Because Christ Jesus had made me his own. Now, upon first read and upon first hearing of this, of this verse. You may not understand where, where Paul is coming from. Because some of us have not walked that life. Some of us have not walked the life that has been deemed worthy uh, of, this, of this journey. But you know what? That's what we're here for. That's what we ministers are here for. We're here to help shed some light on, on, this, on, these, uh, on these texts that, 
that the Lord has blessed us to bless you with today. Because quite frankly, if you just read this like any old person, you're like, not that I have already obtained this. Because technically, you need to go up a little bit further. Because think about it. In verse 10, Paul says, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the sharing of his sufferings by becoming like him in his death. Verse 11. If somehow I may attain the resurrection from the dead. That's what leads us into verse 12, where it says, not that I've already obtained this or have already reached the goal, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus had made me his own, meaning Christ had adopted him. He's adopted me. He's adopted you. It's not not as his son or his daughter, but his brother and or sister, amen? Because quite frankly, that's what we're supposed to be doing as Christians. It's sometimes we are scared to move forward. We are scared because, because of what happened beforehand. Now, I was sitting back this week, um, even as I was meditating on this scripture, I was sitting back this week and I was thinking about everything that I've done to get to where I am right now. I'm in the middle of my job, doing my job, my work, my duties at work. And all of a sudden I started reminiscing. I said, man, this reminds me of the time when I was in college. I was going to the college downtown Chicago and doing whatever it is I was doing in college. I said, I said, I don't even know why I'm thinking about that. And then on, at another point in my week, I was thinking about, I was thinking about another job I used to have. And I said, man, why is it that I'm thinking about this job, Lord? And the Lord's saying that you're reflecting. Because that one of the things is you need to press on, Brian, but you keep looking back. And there's nothing wrong with looking back, but sometimes you can't stay back there. Amen? A lot of us, when we look back, we want to go back and stay back. That's why when you see a lot of people uh, reminiscing and obsessing over, over high school uh, reunions or any class reunions or any kind of reunion that takes them back to back in the day. Amen. You know, as much as I love being 18 at one point, I wouldn't want to be 18 today. I would not want to be the 18 year old me. The 18 year old me did not understand a lot of things that the 40 something year old me understands today, man. And quite frankly, I, if the 40 something year old me would blow by 18 year old me's mind. Amen. Because he would see that, Yes, things didn't go the way I wanted it to go. True. I did not end up becoming who I thought I should have been. True. But guess what? The Lord has still blessed me to be connected. Amen. Connected to the, to the world that I wanted to be a part of. Woo. Yes, I know what, you, what you're thinking. You're like, but Brian, you didn't become that actor that you wanted to be known as. You didn't become the guy that was in that, in that field. True. But the Lord has blessed me with some people. I can't say their names. But you know what? The Lord knows who they are. And I know who they are. And they know who they are. And I am so grateful that the Lord has put them in my path and put me in their paths. Because that says a lot about what I'm doing in this ministry. Because this ministry is reaching the people that in a way that maybe I would have reached even more so if I had become that so-called person that I wanted to become. But guess what? that so-called person would have ended up becoming me eventually, amen, the me that I am now. So guess what? I just took, I took a different path, and you know what? It just lined up together. I'm still somebody. You're still somebody, amen? And guess what? That's because I pressed on. Now, the first point in this message is reflecting right on this verse, so I'm going to get right to it. The first point of today's message, the heavenly prize is greater than any earthly prize. Oh, I'll say it again because I know there are a lot of note takers today. 
the heavenly prize is greater than any earthly prize. Think about that. Think about that. Anything that you ever wanted in your life, you say, I want these $300 shoes or I want I want this $500 Xbox or whatever. And guess what? You get it. And in one minute, you're you're excited about it. But if you were like me and you had to spend the shell out the money that you may or may not have had or you were saving it for some other kind of rainy day, you wouldn't be upset instantly because you're like, now nah, I got to spend extra money on uh $60-something or $70 to buy a game to go with the $500 system. Or I got to try and maintain the upkeep of these shoes that I bought. I'm not even sure if I should wear them outside ever. Amen. That's that's petty. Because quite frankly, why are you worried about that? Because first off, the $300 shoes will fade away. The $500 uh, Xbox system will, turn, will be worth $50 in about three years. Amen. So when you think about it, that's that's an earthly prize. That means the reward may feel great in the moment, in the in the moment of gratification. But guess what? In the end, it's gonna feel it's gonna feel empty. It's gonna feel void. You're gonna feel a void again because, quite frankly, that satisfaction was only temporary. That prize was only temporary. You receiving that that award was only temporary because that was an earthly award. But when you receiving a heavenly award, it's a different feeling. It's everlasting. It is strong and and ever like I said, everlasting. When I when I put a post up, I believe earlier today, I said that I I I look back on my life and I said, you know what? Nobody my past will recognize me today. And that is so true because I'm saying I'm not the person who did this. I'm not the person who did that because that person evolved into the person I am today. Amen. People who saw me back in the day would be surprised to hear that I'm a preacher. Matter of fact, some of them are shocked now. Some of them that are still talking with me. They're surprised that I'm a preacher. They say, man, you don't do this. You don't, you don't drink. You don't do this. You don't do that. I'm like, I don't do those things because it was a choice. I made a choice not to do this and do that because I didn't want the the feel and experience the ramifications of doing those things. I'm not against people who do those things. Don't get me wrong. I am not judging you for what you do and your choices you make. I know there's some out there that are probably men and women of God that probably will judge you for those things, but not me. No, I'm not going to judge you for that because you're a human being and you had free will and you made a choice to do what you do. But guess what? I still love you and I'm still compassionate for you regardless. Amen. Because that's one of the things about being a Christian that we must understand. We must sharpen each other. Iron sharpens iron. So the last I heard, amen, I thank my one of my good friends for even reminding me of that earlier today. So you know what? That is a beautiful thing in, in, in and of itself. Amen. Before we even get to point two, must break down verse 13, where it says, Beloved, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but this one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I pretty much already touched on that already, because when you think about it, I'm not going to go sit here and and think about the days when I was Mr. MC rapping about whatever the heck I was rapping about on a stage where I shouldn't have been rapping about it at all. I was rapping about the things that that would probably get me locked up today. But you know what? That's okay. Because you know what? I I was there. I'm not there now. I'm not even in that mindset that I was back in the day. I'm talking about right now. I got 
the strain forward to what lies ahead. I can't worry about the fact that I didn't finish college when I thought I was supposed to finish college. I will finish college when I'm supposed to finish college in the eyes of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm not jealous of anybody who's got five or six degrees. I'm not, a, I'm not upset about that. I'm happy for them because they're doing what the Lord has placed on their heart to do. Amen. I'm not upset. I will continue to press forward to what's going to happen. Let me look back for one second. Let me tell you about something about me in high school. I could have failed out of high school. Amen. I was close to doing it. Here I was in a choir getting ready to go to D.C., for the first time ever. Please know, I've never been to D.C. And guess what? To this day, I still haven't been to D.C. Why? I had to forfeit going on a trip to continue to press forward to finish some classes so I could pass and get out of and graduate from high school on time with my class, walk down the aisle with my class because there were many people that did not walk down the aisle with my class. Guess what? I did because I focused on it. And you know what that's saying? That's saying that that's me focusing on the past. I can't worry about that. I know why the things didn't work out in college because I got discouraged. I got upset because I couldn't go and do and be what I wanted to be when I wanted to be it. But guess what the Lord says? Guess what? I had another plan for you anyway, man. And I just had to make sure you saw it the way that I see it. And you know what? That's one of the things that leads us to point two. The eyes and the heart must stay forward. I'll say it again for my note takers. The eyes and the heart must stay forward. What does that mean, Reverend Brian? I'm glad you asked. It means that you have to not, it's okay to reflect. It's okay to reflect. Before before you get it wrong and think that I'm trying to tell you to forget the past and, and forge ahead, no. You remember the past. You reflect on it as much as you can, but that, don't stay in that reflection. Don't continue to look in the reflection. Be like driving. Don't be looking at the rearview mirror when you should be looking forward most of the time. Yeah, you can look back every few seconds like you're supposed to to make sure everything behind you is 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 solid and tight, but you've got to look forward too because you might run into an accident and you wouldn't know it because there might be a stoplight, but you're so focused on looking at what's behind you, you're not looking at what's ahead of you. That's the best explanation. That's the best illustration I could give you. You've got to stay forward thinking because quite frankly, yes, things didn't go the way you wanted to, or maybe things did go the way you wanted it to, but you know what? The Lord is calling you to do something even greater than what you did in the past. See, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take for granted that some of us may have achieved what we wanted to achieve uh, in, in your past. Guess what? I'm glad for you, and the Lord is happy for you too, but he's got another assignment for you. Yes, I'm talking to you. If you've done something great, he's got something even better for you because you know what he said? You you passed that test. Congrats. Now I got a new one for you. I got a new project for you. You're going to do great too, just like you did before. Remember that you did great then, and you're going to do even greater now. And for someone like me, Yes, I've done some great things in my life. I've made some advancements in my world that you would never understand. Taught myself how to work a soundboard. Taught myself how to be a videographer. Taught myself how to, to rap on a mic. Even excel at ta- teaching myself how to be a podcaster. Amen? I didn't read any books. I didn't go online and look up and see how to do this. I just hit the record button and use all the talent I use as a as a potentially a potential recording artist to get me here, amen? I use my gifts, and I'm still using my gifts to this day. And oh, yes, guess what? Put me on the pulpit. He taught me how to preach, and he used other uh, ingredients in my life uh, to teach me how to preach, from the from my late uncle, Reverend Sidney Jones, to 
to Reverend John Jackson Sr. He, they all have taught me how to be who I am as a man of God uh, as of this day. There will be more. Yes, there will be more because, yes, I will go back to school. I will uh, succeed in what I'm supposed to be doing, doing. I don't know what it is just yet, but you know what? The Lord has got me in this position where I can be obedient, where I can sacrifice a little bit more. I've sacrificed a lot to get to where I am, and you know what? I can sacrifice just a little bit more. How about you? How about you? What are you sacrificing? Where has he brought you from? Who? What ingredients did he place in your, in your, in your stew to get you to be who you are today? Amen? And whoever they are, praise God for them right now. Give God the praise for them because guess what? They got you here because the Lord called them to call you to do what you're doing right now. Amen? Verse 14. It says this, and then I'm going to tell you what the third point is. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the heavenly call of God in Christ Jesus. Woo! Point three. After you realize that the heavenly prize is greater than any earthly prize, after you realize that your eyes and heart must stay forward, you also got to realize that the call is a true prize. I'll say it again for my note takers. The call is the true prize. Hallelujah! That is something else because you. Some people thinking the call of the Lord, uh, call of God in Christ Jesus, is a call to ministry. Some of them think that oh, I'm called to be a preacher. I'm called to be a deacon. I'm, I'm going to just ask you this question: Are you sure? Are you sure that's what the call is? Maybe He called you to run for office. Maybe He called you to be a be a manager. Maybe he called you to start a business that is going to uh, save the lives of many. He, maybe he called you to be humanitarian. Maybe he called you to, to go into philanthropy. Maybe he called you to do some things that you never thought you could ever do. Maybe he called you to get on a plane when you've been scared to get on a plane since you were a kid. Maybe he called you to do more than just be a preacher. Maybe he called you to do more than just be in a ministry. Because quite frankly, your ministry might be more than that. Maybe he calls you to teach people. Maybe he calls you to be an educator. Maybe he calls you to be a lawyer. Because we, the Lord knows he may have called you to be a police officer. But he called you. That's the, that's the, the, the measure of the call is in that. That's when you got to realize you got to press on. I knew a friend. I knew a friend. Uh, they're, they're one of my best friends. Um, we call each other BFFs all the time. And, and they believed that they were called to be a cop, a police officer. Now, they've gone through a lot of struggles, health struggles, financial struggles, family struggles. I'm not going to go and illustrate what those struggles are. I'm just going to just leave it at those three right now and tell you what. They still press up. Matter of fact, they got to the point where they would reach the age limit. But guess what? The Lord had to press on through it. Press forward through every struggle and uh, that they've had, and guess what? They are doing what they were called to do. They believe that they were called to be what they are, and guess what? They trusted in the Lord, and they are where they are right now. And you know what? I praise God for them. They, I even told the person, I even told my friend, I said, you are an inspiration. You're an inspiration to me. You're showing me something that I didn't even see in myself. And guess what? I'm pressing on into whatever the Lord has called me to do and called me to be. Told another friend uh, earlier, I said that, look, I respect why our friendship hasn't gotten stronger. But you know what? That doesn't mean that I didn't pray over you. That didn't mean that I didn't, I don't care. 
That didn't mean that that I was going to force it. I was just going to let it be because whatever this is to be, this is what God designed it to be. Amen. I can't I can't control what God is going to do for me. No more than I can control what God is going to do for you or for that person. Amen. So right now the message is solid. You have to press on. You have to press forward. Knowing that the Lord is on your side. He's by your side. He's with you every step of the way. If you, if I, if someone had told the 2000 version of me or the 2002 version of me that where I was going to be in 2023, I probably would have said you slapped you in your face and said the devil's a liar. Because I had no idea where I was going when I was called into the ministry. It took me two, two three years to... To get it together, amen, so to speak. Here I am, a uh, call, and no connection to the pastor. At the time at the church I was going to, no connection. The only connection I had was an assistant minister. And you know what? He became my pastor, and he still is my pastor to this day. But back in the day, the 2002 version of me had no idea where I'd be right now. He had no idea when he went to Saturday evening men's Bible study classes that he would be who he is today. He had no idea that he was going to be Reverend Brian Pusley, pastor of Safe Haven Podcast, assistant pastor of, of a church out in Indiana. He had no idea that that was going to happen. And you know what? The only reason why that happened is because I trusted the Lord. Yes. I remember another person said, boy, you church hop too much, boy. What's wrong with you? I said, no, I ain't church hopping. I am not church hopping. I'm going where the Lord has called me to go. The Lord has connected me with so many connections over the years. It makes sense. When you hear some of the ministers that are on this podcast, that guests on this podcast, guess what? That came through me being connected to others. That came through the quote-unquote church hopping. I connected with many others. I have many, many connections. That's only because God has granted me the connections, amen? And I trusted God because I kept pressing on toward the prize that the Lord has called for me. That's right. I understand. I press on. I live the verse 14. I live out the verse 14 where it says, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the heavenly call of God in Christ Jesus. And I'm praying the same for you. I'm praying over you right now. I pray that the Lord just touches you and, and blesses you with all of your heart's desires and then some. Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for the message and the messenger. We pray that this word is used in the way that you see fit, O oh, Heavenly Father. Continue to guide us in the way where we may feel lost. Direct us where we feel directionless. Encourage us where we feel discouraged. Strengthen us where we feel weak, O oh, Heavenly Father. We need you right now in a way that only you can provide, O oh, Heavenly Father. We pray this prayer in your Son Jesus' name. Amen. I want to thank you all for taking the time to listen to Safe Haven Podcast. I know you haven't seen me lately, but you know what? Like I said last week, the Lord has been using me in a different light right now. So therefore, he wants me to wants you all to just focus on hearing the message. It's great to be seen. Don't get me wrong. I, I would love to sit in my chair and wearing my Safe Haven gear and preaching to you live, well, live to tape, so to speak. But you know what? That's not what the Lord wanted me to do right now. He said, Brian, just take a chill, take a seat, step back, let me use you in a different way this month. 
And you know what? I'm doing that. And, you know, right now the Lord is just blessing me. He's blessing the conversations uh, podcast uh, uh, section of Safe Haven. That's coming back real soon. Perfectly, we'll have one up on uh, the last Sunday of this month in conjunction with this message uh, with safe ha- with, with the regular podcast uh, ministry uh, message, but right now that that is a prayer. I'm just going to pray for, over you. Pray that you all continue to walk that light. And you continue to understand that the Lord has got you, got you covered. For the ministers and the and the ministries that would love to have me come out and preach, please, you you can come. Feel free to invite me. I will come. I will make time for you. I will definitely take time out of my busy schedule. To, to, to make time for your 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 sheep because your your sheep is about as important as my sheep amen I'm not a jealous man I am not envious of what you do I would love to just take a part be a part of the team so to speak come on in bless you and then continue to move forward to be the evangelist the kind of evangelist God has called me to be at one point that's therefore if you're interested in having me come and preach in a, in a revival or just a regular old service, a special service, you name it, I'm there. You just reach out at www.safehavenpodcast.org. Go to the ministry contact slash prayer request section and just fill out the information. If you're a minister or someone who feels and desire to want to come on the Safe Haven Podcast and bless bless me with a word, go to the, uh, go to the same website, go to the register as a guest section, and let me know a little something about yourself. And um, if you have a sample of you speaking or whatnot, put that in there as well. And guess what? I will get back to you ASAP. For those who are interested in just being a part of this ministry, here's the best way to be a part of this outreach ministry. Share the podcast. Share it with many people. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Share it with your frenemies. Share it with your enemies. Share it with anybody that you're, to your heart's delight. And I will definitely be happy for you. All right? Well, not going to keep you guys. I know everybody's on the clock, so therefore, I'm on the clock as well. I'm going to keep y'all on the clock. And if you're definitely at work, I definitely want you to get back to work because, hey, the bills are important about as well as the Lord is important to all of us. Amen. So let us pray. I'm going to prayerfully see you See you all. You all will see me next week or, or, or hear me next week, either or, however the Lord puts it on my heart and soul. Amen. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for the service, and we pray that you just continue to use us in the way that you see fit. Continue to walk through us, shine through us, be with us throughout this entire week, oh Heavenly Father, because this week is a tough week, oh Heavenly Father. We all going through certain struggles and situations that we don't understand, but we know that with you on our side, oh Heavenly Father, we will not fail in anything that we do. We pray that you just continue to keep us and guide us, dismiss us from this place, but never ever from your presence. We pray this prayer in your son Jesus' name. Amen. And thank God. And I will definitely see you guys next week. Have a blessed one. was an LTD Entertainment presentation.